Welcome to the New Life Digging Deeper podcast, where we take Sunday sermons a step further, giving you the opportunity to gain greater understanding and ultimately grow your relationship with Jesus. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the Digging Deeper podcast. It is good to be with you today. I am Brian Wilmarth. I'm one of our pastors here at New Life. Uh, Thanks for making some time to join us today. We actually have a little bit of a different podcast today. Uh, Normally, we're digging deeper into the sermon from Sunday and uh, have a conversation about that. But today, we get to do something special because today, I have with me in the studio here, Jay Carver. He is our new student life pastor. So if you weren't here on Sunday, we made the announcement for our new hires, and Jake is one of them. So Jake, thank you for being here today, man. So good to have you. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, for sure. So um, Jake, maybe just tell us a little bit more uh, about who you are. Give us the name, rank, serial number kind of thing. Like, yeah, just talk about you. Yeah, absolutely. So I am, we're 29 years old. My wife is 28, Joanna, um, but we are from Paducah, Kentucky. It's pretty much our hometown. So we grew up there, left for school, but came back um, have been ser- serving in a student ministry role there for the past seven years, um, and so we're excited to be here at New Life. A couple interesting things about us. We have a dog named Buzz. Um, he's one of those dogs that very much gets treated like a child. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, that may change soon. <laughs> sure, um, we yes. Have a, we have a son on the way. Yes, crew. you do. Yeah, so he is due at the end of October, and so we are very excited for that. Obviously, yeah. it's kind of a hectic season of life. Yeah. A lot of change for you guys. Yeah, but we are really excited and really have seen God's faithfulness through all of that. Yeah, that is is exciting. And yes, it's so cool. You guys are going to be first-time parents, and we get to be a part of that with you. Like, that's going to be a lot of fun. So maybe tell us a little bit more about Joanna, about your family. Like, talk about that for a moment. So Joanna and I were um, really middle school sweethearts. Okay, Um, yeah. yeah. So we dated in middle school. Um, broke up, you know, just middle middle school stupidity, I guess. Um, <laughs> but um, started dating again senior year of high school. So our first date, I'll just give it up. I'm a Cardinals fan. Yep, um, so yep. that may offend some of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't have much to brag about right now. Yeah, but anyways, sure, so our first date in high school um, was game six of the 2011 World Series, which if you're not a baseball fan, um, Went down as one of the greatest baseball, or at least yes. the greatest World Series games in history. Oh, man. Back and forth game. Um, walk off in the 11th inning. Cardinals went on to win um, their 11th World Series title. Just yep. had to work that in there. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, the rest was history. We dated long distance through college. So I went to Wheaton College up in mm-hmm. Chicago. Yep. Um, Joanna studied accounting at Murray State University, about an hour south of Paducah there. And so we were long distance through college, um, we got married. Um, I got well, actually I graduated one week. She graduated the next week. We got married the following weekend. Wow! Um, and then have been in Paducah ever since. We started roles shortly thereafter, and so yeah. So Joanna is an auditor. She's a CPA cool. and an auditor. Yep. Um, so I know a lot of people love to hear that the auditor is coming, but um, <laughs> sure. she really enjoys her job. Um, she works remotely for a firm out of Chicago, and mm-hmm. um, just a really good office, a really great culture. Um, that she's a part of, and she really enjoys what she does. Yeah, that's so cool. Well, and with a with a first date like that, like that's hard to it's hard yeah. not to have it all the way, you know, like that. <laughs> so cool, game six. But yeah, I've I've had the pleasure of meeting Joanna. She's incredible. We're excited to have you both. Um, it's it's gonna be super cool. So, if if we were to find you doing something leisurely or or you know just in your free time, what 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 would we find you doing? So I'm kind of one of those people that tends to bounce between hobbies a lot. You know, sure. I'm yeah. kind of a, 
um, I hate this phrase, but the jack of all trades, sure, you know, yeah. master of none. <laughs> I don't think it's really a good model for a living, but um, <laughs> I'm an on again, off again golfer. I've been playing golf for a long time. Cool. Um, I enjoy that when I'm playing well. You know? Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I'm a big Cardinals fan. Mm-hmm. Joanna and I are big Disney fans. If you didn't pick up on that, um, yeah. our, by our dog's name, Buzz. Yes. Uh, it's Buzz Lightyear Harper. It's his full name. Um, <laughs> so not like super into princess movies, but sure, love sure. the Disney parks. I'm kind of a big Walt Disney buff and yep. love the history and the creativity behind all of that. Um, so... I usually tell you how much I love coffee. I have stopped drinking coffee though. I, the caffeine kind of bothers me, but I sure. we're big coffee people. I just I still make it for Joanna every day. I just there can't drink go. it. Yeah, you just don't drink uh, it. Yeah, those are a few yeah. things we we like. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And, and one thing you told me is you used to do CrossFit quite a bit, and you were a coach and and yes. did that even to that level. Yeah. So Joanna and I were both CrossFit coaches mm-hmm. um, through a lot of college, and then. Um, we stopped two or three years ago. Just kind sure. of, it was time for a new thing. Yep, yep. But makes total yeah, sense. It was a very fun season. Yeah, yeah. CrossFit's kind of fun and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So cool. Um, yeah. So maybe now tell us a little bit more about your background, your faith background. You know what what that was like for you and and how you've been a part of church and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So part of my story is that I grew up in a pretty broken home, mm-hmm. uh, but also grew up in a home of faith. Yes. Um, and so I have a mom and a grandmother and a grandfather who were really serious about following Jesus. So I grew up in a Christian home, um, made that decision to follow Jesus at vacation Bible school at age seven. And, you know, I think that was a legitimate decision. I, I can remember at times walking through difficult stuff in life when I was younger and just having this sense of God's presence being with me. Um, so I look back, I think... You know, that really was a legitimate moment that I I did have a relationship with Jesus, but I really kind of point towards um, later in high school, my faith really became authentic Mm. and I really began to own it. And that that really came out of a relationship with my youth pastor, a guy named Brett. Um, I really could get into a lot more there, but wasn't really involved in our youth ministry for very long. We changed Mm. churches and I was really bitter about it for a long time. And so I was kind of like, I'm not... I don't want to be a part of this. And so I would literally stay at the golf course later on Wednesday nights so Mm. I couldn't go home and go to church. Um, But ended up hurting my back, stopped playing golf, and kind of felt like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do now. So I went to student ministry and just developed this incredible relationship with Brett. And really, I don't remember much of the things he taught, um, but... I saw the way that he served other people. I saw the mm. way that he loved Jesus. You know, growing up in the South, there's a lot of cultural Christianity. A lot of people mm. yep. um, talk the talk, but don't walk the walk. Um, they're not really becoming more like Jesus and the things they do and the way they live their lives. And so I saw that in him. Um, and so um, I wanted to be more like that. And so. Um, it was really a catalyst moment in my faith where I realized that my faith gave purpose to my life. For the first time, it wasn't mm-hmm. sports. It had been golf. Um, that was a big part of my story. And I began to realize that you know, my purpose in life was to um, really serve God and to really build the kingdom. That led me into student ministry. I didn't have a desire to preach or teach necessarily. I just mm-hmm. wanted to do what Brett had done. I wanted to yeah. have that place of influence in teenagers' lives. And so I hmm. um, found myself at Wheaton College studying for that, had a really formational time there, both personally and then also preparing for ministry. Hmm. Um, I've been serving, like I said, in a student ministry role for about the past seven years down in Paducah. Mm-hmm. Um, but during that time, my faith has really continued to grow and 
morphed to. So um, I've talked to Brian a lot about a guy named John Mark Comer, yep. but he's yep. a guy who's been really pivotal in my faith. I picked up his book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, um, right at the beginning of COVID. And um, that really, that book just kind of led me into a new world and is honestly, um, through his, through Comer's writings and through some of the people that he um, talks a lot about and are in kind of that same sphere, yeah. um, has really continued to transform my view of what the gospel is. Yeah. And it's gone from, I think, that kind of partial view of the gospel that I picked up there in high school where, you know, the gospel gives purpose to my life mm-hmm. um, to where a, a more holistic view of the gospel that I think would be that through Jesus, the kingdom of God, God's yes. rule and reign, you know, yes. life in the presence of God is available to us here and now. Mm. And so I've been growing in that over the last few years, trying to really learn what does it mean to walk in the presence of God, you yeah. know, to live kind of undistracted from that. And it's, it's really tough, but mm-hmm. I feel like I've been growing in that and um, hope to continue to. Tell us a little bit about like what what you are excited about when it comes to student ministry, like what, what gets your passion yeah. stirred, like Talk to me about that. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, so I'm 29, hmm. um, but the generational difference between me and you know, students who are in middle and high school now is yeah. just, it's mind boggling how yeah. big, how different of a world yes. um, that they are growing up in. Um, in a matter of 10 or 15 years, uh-huh. like how, how that's all changed. Yeah. yeah. And of yeah. course, I, I mostly like, I would probably say that's not for the good. I don't know. But one thing that I've seen is that through... Um, living in the world they live in, that students are just far more open. They mm-hmm. are looking for something. There's no pretense, you yes. know? And yep. so um, I think that teenagers, they're not afraid to ask questions. You know, they're not afraid to ask questions that might be the kind of question that that if you ask that out loud, people might think, oh, you know, of course, how, how could you answer, how could you ask that question? Um, but I think there's just a thirst there. They're searching mm-hmm. for something that is real, something that helps them make sense of the world, that helps them make sense of their life and gives purpose to it. And, you know, that's the gospel yeah. for us as followers of Jesus. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I am just excited to see that. We saw that in our last role, how, you know, the lights go on. We begin to see how Jesus answers yeah. these questions and how, you know, the answer the gospel gives us, the answer we find in scripture is so much more robust and so much more satisfying than what we find in the world. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I'm so excited for us to dive into that. Cause again, yeah, the things have changed and some of it isn't for the better, but like you said, there's some things that, man, it's so cool to see what this next generation yeah. is bringing with them. Um, and we can be a part of that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jake, it's going to be a privilege to have you on board our team, and we are excited about what God's going to do in, in all of this. So really glad you're here. Really yeah. glad for everybody to start meeting you and get to know you and Joanna a lot. And um, yeah, so thanks for coming, man. We're, we're really looking forward to your start date and all that's coming down the road. So anything else you want to add, final say to, to anyone who's listening today? No, I would just follow that. We're really excited to be here. You know, we really yeah. sense that um, God is doing something at New Life, that this is kind of the beginning of something Mm -hmm. really cool. Um, You know, it was really important to us to find a church that, again, was not just trying to put people in the seats, but that wanted to see people people become more like Jesus. Um, And we see that happening, and um, yeah, we're just really excited to be part of that kind of community. Yep, yep. And that is what we want to go after as a church. We're wanting to be people who are changed and transformed, Um, not just checking boxes or going through the motions, but we're... 
we're we're going after Jesus. Yeah. So, and it's yeah, it's going to be cool to be a part of whatever God's doing next in this season. So, well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us today on this special Digging Deeper podcast. We uh, we hope that you've enjoyed getting to know Jake just a little bit more, and uh, hope this is stirring some anticipation for when he and Joanna arrive here. So, thank you for listening today. We hope you have a great day.